What is going on, everybody? This is the Cloud9 Podcast Season 3, Episode 23. We are officially done with the third season of the Cloud9 Podcast, and I want to thank every single person that tunes in and watches either on the actual live stream or you watch on the replay. We are officially done with the Cloud9 Podcast for the third season. 23 episodes is the wrap-up number for me personally, I know some people do their seasons based around actual League of Legends seasons that start every year. Um, that's not really personally for me. Uh, my model just works like this. But now we've pretty much moved into um, doing an episode for the LEC and an episode for the LCS, specifically because um, you know it's two different. It's two different regions with t- ten different teams and a lot of different other avenues to explore doing the show separately. I'm not saying that we will never do shows combined again or talking about both regions, you know, combined again. Uh, But right now it's a better avenue to explore is just doing both shows separately. You know, Um, the weeks where I will be doing potentially a show together is if I have to go to a Thursday premiere for a movie, which is going to be coming up very, very soon. Actually, um, because as you guys know, I watch the newest, you know, Hollywood blockbuster films, you know, on Thursday nights or usually coming up on my days off, you know. So what would happen to have the two shows is that I would most likely have the LEC show Tuesday and the LCS show that Wednesday. That's what would end up happening. So, you know, I think you guys um, responded to that type of change, uh, you know, very positively uh, based off last week's episodes pertaining to the Cloud9 podcast. So, you know, I'm glad all of you guys are here, you know, uh, supporting the um, show. I'm glad to have every single person, you know, watch and stuff like that. I mean, uh, this is pretty much all the content that I can do, actually, uh, for you guys. So I'm glad we can get that too guys and get it done uh sean right now is um beating off because he said it's fucking um air conditioner is not working so he's gonna eventually die so it's like damn he'll feel the same pain his victims went through when this man went out there and fucking started leather facing hoes so uh yeah we'll be talking about um all of the latest news you know, um, regarding what ended up happening with the LEC uh, currently right now. Uh, right now for me, I'm just I'm just going to switch up some tags for this video coming up really quickly. So that way I'll actually have this ready when this stream starts. Because after this stream, I got to end up doing another one uh, coming up after this. So if you guys just love when I get a chance to do these long forms of content, well, you're going to be getting them today. So that is definitely something you will enjoy um let me see how this will end up panning out really quickly and we'll start talking about the lec one of the biggest uh points right now for the lec is that misfits gaming yes misfits gaming was started out as a challenger squad back in uh summer of 2016 and they entered the eu lcs back in 2017 uh they will now 
be selling their slot to Team Heretics. You know, potentially there are rumors that Astralis wants to end up selling their slot and that Carmine Corp could be taking over that slot, actually. Uh, whose slot? Uh, Astralis' slot, actually. That That's... I mean, I hope I want them to get into the league. Like they, they mm-hmm. again, I think the Western team should expand to at least 12, 12 But I mean, I, I don't really want them to leave because I, I, I don't know how much interest they have in the league. But it seems like they have like the people who work on their team at least do. And I mean, they're huge esports org, lots of money. So I mean, it's kind of bad for the league if they leave. But I mean, I guess if they're not really giving a shit the org then yeah i guess so oh, you're muted we'll have that discussion in a little bit about like the infamous carlos line where the bottom orgs are just leeches i mean to be fair i know people don't like carlos all that much but to me he was never really wrong with what he said i mean yeah some of these bottom orgs are leeches yeah i mean, I mean- it's not like he was the first to do that. They already did it ages ago with, like, the LCS teams people there. Yeah, yeah. And that's my thing here is, like, that happens in sports leagues, too. And I don't know why a lot of people don't call that out either. It's like, you know, in traditional sports, this happens quite consistently. You'll have, like, orgs that are literally just be like, trust the process. Their trust the process shit is literally, like, 10 years until, like, they finally get their shit together. You know what I mean? Like... To me personally, I don't really look at that. You know, it's one of these things that gets jumbled up in a lot. You know, some orgs, you know, invested into certain players and then they peaked. Like Misfits peaked really hard back in 2017, you know, uh, when they had the roster of Power of Evil and uh, Alfari and Hansama and Ignar and Maxlore. They peaked that year, you know. Yeah, that, that's that crazy. Because really they had cacao in that spring split, though. You know? Wake me up when IMT sell their slot. Oh, my yeah, God. God. Unfortunate story fucking cacao, but whatever. Ugh. Yeah, cacao, man. Saw that guy uh, two years ago at Worlds. He was on Supermassive, and he, yes, um, he was defeated great. Mad Lions. He was, fucking, <laughs> he was playing great, especially on Hecron. Yeah. God, he, should, he deserved a lot better of a career, but whatever. All those people on, like, fucking... Was the KT arrows kind of did, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I mean, uh, as for peaking early, uh, I'm trying to think of like the uh, yeah, yeah. You to turn, turn yourself up, dude. Uh, oh, oh, I have to turn myself up. Sorry, just a little uh, bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't really let's see. This man, Sean said he was gonna die if he didn't turn his cooler on. I was like, holy shit, though. Okay, don't die on me. I can't have you dying. That's not a good thing to be just doing that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look for the center right now. I can't find it, but uh, yeah, well, okay. I'll, I'll work on it. But uh, well, for the peak and early, I mean, I would say that was like the biggest thing about uh, roll, roll cuts or whatever their name was because they produced. Rockat? Yeah. Yeah, they pr- them, yeah. Because they produced amazing talent it's just they didn't have the money to keep them around so they could so they yeah. always peak because they would always just leave the next year like that misfits team mm-hmm. but uh i mean god it, it's insane to me how fucking uh, with how misfits uh, sorry not yeah sorry how misfits is doing right now surprisingly they would sub out schlaton who for zanzara which uh, which i mean 
it could be like an upgrade. Slaton's definitely been playing bad, but I mean, with how they're doing right now, it's just like the dig roster when they swapped out Saligo and Dardock. I don't know if it's something you want. They just did it again. Two yeah. years in a row, they just did it again in two summer splits. So on the L- LCS show, we'll talk more about this. So last year, people literally question mark ping dig with uh, meme images and because Dardock was actually popping off really hard. But the thing about Dardock is that even if he's popping off in-game, he might be having, like, behind-the-scenes issues with certain players. So they swapped out Dardock in the LCS mm-hmm. 2021 Summer Split with Acadian, and it, and you could see the complete dip in performance God. against Haas. Uh, yeah, like, if it was at least, like, a good jungler, I could fucking – like, Jesus Christ, even if it was just, like, and I would have taken it. But fuck, Acadian at that stage of his career was just, mm-hmm. like, done – Holy fucking Soligo. I mean, Yusui, they're, they're kind of like... People always want to, Dude, we talked about this too. Remember how everyone wanted Yusui to get a chance? He finally got his chance. And it, it, it that's it. He got his chance after all these many years. And that's the thing. Though. It wasn't really... It's also not his fault because being on bad teams like that, you can't... I mean, you can look good. But... You're tied to that to those bad results. Yeah. No, you know he I mean? was perfectly. He looked perfectly fine. It was just the team, but and also his play style didn't match well. Like again, yeah, him and Akita's play styles were vastly yeah, different. Him and Yasui were mm-hmm. pretty. Him and Soligo were pretty much like kind of equal levels. It's just, but Soligo, his game IQ and just what he did for his team, sort of like Niski at points, like you know, on Cloud Nine and Mad Lines, like it benefited them a lot, and they. Swap that out for like a flashy player, kind of just plays more individually, and they expected that to work well and match. It's like, are you God? I remember when he almost fucking won on uh, what was it again? <laughs> Ezreal mid, he and he actually was doing well and almost won. <laughs> it's like, but what did he provide for his team in that game? Nothing, and that's that, that's Yasui on that roster. Abstract, what's up, man? Misfits, historically a decent org, way better than SK, XL, and Astralis. That is true. That is definitely oh, true. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember when Misfits... Well, but, you know. I, I remember when Misfits put together that super team, and after that, they never were the same after that super team. They were never the mm-hmm. same. They, maybe they had spent way too much money on that roster, and they never could really recover not only as a organ league, but also as sure. in, like money wise too. Honestly, they could have like made finals and it wouldn't wouldn't have been undeserved that year. Like they should have beat SKT in quarters, and then I mean their semis opponent. I mean they lost to SKT as well, so Misfits could have beat them as well. Just they choked mm-hmm. hard. Like what the fuck was? Uh, I am never. Jesus, I have like PTSD from them. Just like trying to just running into their base without any minions. <laughs> In game four, I just have PTSD for life from that. What the <laughs> fuck were they? But yeah, I mean, so in, in their state, just like dig that year, though. It's like, I don't know if you want a mess with it, though, because you're overachieving. But either way, they're doing mm-hmm. it. You know, Slaton's been bad. Zanzara was one of the better parts of that Astralis roster, I would say, outside of him kind of like dying early while he's farming. And I don't know, him. man. He was always bad to me. He had He only looked good on Trundle. Really, well, and that, that's he not played hard. That, he played that mainly, yes. Like, no, I'm not saying he was good MSK. I'm just saying, like, out of that dog shit Astralis roster, he's probably like one of the better. I think parts. there's better junglers they could have actually picked, maybe it, ERLs or something potentially. Well, yes, but you know, I'm just saying, out of that Astralis roster, he's probably like was the second best though. And I mean, Swapton's been bad, so might as well try it out. Like, maybe he just yeah. kept dying a lot with Pathan and jungling and stuff <laughs> like that because he didn't 
because of his lanes. I don't know. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But either way, they're doing that risky shit when they're overachieving, where usually teams are like, okay, let's not mess with the chemistry or anything. This is mm -hmm. surprising. Uh, but then, yet yeah, BDS and they're like one in 11 fucking state or whatever it is won't sub out X Maddie. Mm -hmm. It's like that. Uh, <laughs> does BDS want to do anything? Like, this is just Promise Q all over again. How have they not subbed out X Maddie yet? This is uh, over Crowny. Like yeah, like, this is my thing, is there's so many players in Europe that get shafted, then they get replaced for this new rookie that people think is a really good prospect, but then they don't understand that if you're in an ERL system, it's basically just like an academy type of league, right, where if this person is popping off, there could be a myriad of different reasons why this player is actually good, you know, just a myriad of reasons, and also, there have been three orgs that have sold their slots, recently no sorry two back-to-back -back years we've had an org sell their slots there was also the rumor of astralis you know selling their slot as well so you know if these orgs keep their margins really low when it comes to like buying these like budget players then they'll just end up you know selling their slots because what is their real incentive to be in this league for if they're not really going to compete to win a, a trophy you know sk gaming haven't done anything actually that like like they've made playoffs more than some of the other bad teams or bad orgs in the league but they're still relatively not good you know like sk gaming is relatively not good like they've taken chances on certain players that like may have never really been the best player of that team but they were serviceable you know now they have players like gilius now they have players you know like gen x like players like them are like okay you know gen x isn't all right top laner you know um gilius is an all right jungler i mean when he's really bad he's like really bad but he's all right actually uh Sirtis, he's had some pop-off games actually you know he's popped up a little bit for them recently um jezu is pretty bad actually he just seems like a bottom of the barrel adc for lac standards i mean you could literally just replace that guy with potentially anyone you know, in um, the ERL systems, like, fucking throw Cody Sun in there or some shit. I don't fucking know. Um, vet, vet, uh, not Vetio, uh, treat, not in the treats. Yes, treats has also been really good for SK Gaming, too. So, like, players like treats, I don't know why they choose to stay on orgs like SK Gaming. You know, maybe they actually don't get offers from other teams, actually. Who knows? Maybe they just don't get those kind of offers and Tr that would be kind of sad yeah an offer i'm pretty sure since you wanted to stay in eu well no it's from other teams in the lec oh other teams uh i, I mean, mean there, there's a chance that people didn't even offer him spots in the lec unless it was on erls and why would a guy like that go to erls he's wait he's just he's way too good to be in, in the erls like, well, well, if, if you see a player like that in the erls treats oh uh I mean, I would say, ugh, fuck. Yeah, I don't think a team did. I just, because, again, this happens, like, all the time. This is why Zazel literally stopped playing after that easy year, even though he it would would have at least been, like, the sixth best support in the league for all these years, since for, like, fucking two and a half years compared to these dog shit supports. Because after, like, the top five or top four mark teams, like, sign these fucking random, like, 
project players are just like putting a coin into the well, like, please work out Rioma. You know, just like random shit, like newbie and stuff. Like, yeah, let's try this experiment. Let, let, let's see if it pays off. Like Cloud9 with Winsome. So then all the players like in the middle usually like get left out without a team unless their right. old team keeps some, which was the case with uh, Kumo uh, this year, you know, because they wanted to try out Philip, uh, which I mean. I think Philip's worked better for them for what it, they need. It, yes. And it. Yeah, again, at worst, they're even players. He works better. He's younger. He's had more pop-off games, but uh, Kumo still deserves uh, so a spot. Over I don't think the younger years. aspect plays that much at all. I think it all depends on the play style or what they're trying to utilize that player for. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying he could. I mean, players can grow still, but so that is an aspect, but whatever. It's not much as one, but just throwing it out there. But, mm-hmm. I mean, still, though, he deserves a spot over – uh, God, people are going to be so fucking biased now over that one revenge game. Like, oh, yeah, he's go- he's actually good. He deserves to stay in LCS because of that one fucking <laughs> game where he got, like, a triple or something. Jesus. Hey, hey I, mean, I'm, I mean, we're not talking about LCS, but Jesus Christ. Hey, they're coming back now. They can make playoffs. My prediction's looking better. Oh, Lord. That's... Yeah. that's don't even speak to me anymore. Uh, yeah, Holy shit. Golden Guardians <laughs> is falling off, as I predicted, eh? Yeah, I, that's kind of where I had them. I mean, earlier this year, I remember I got comments about Golden Guardians. They're like, I, th- I think you're undervaluing them. I'm like, no, I'm not. I, I know, like, I've seen these, it's not even just with the LEC too. I've seen these orgs perform year after year after year, split after split after split, nine weeks back to back to back to back, guys. Like, when I value someone and what they're going to offer me in terms of league and in terms of players that I've seen from academy systems and players from other regions coming over, I'm not just putting someone down because I, I'm just a fucking asshole. I'm putting them down where they belong because that's how they've consistently performed for multiple different rosters. So, like, mm-hmm. so like an example I could give is Rogue. Rogue have consistently performed at the top literally outside of their very first year in the LEC. And even in their first year of the LEC, they actually almost made Worlds if, you know, Larson had a 9-11 Corky on that fucking game. They would have actually made Worlds, you know? Like, Rogue, ever since their first year, have been a top three team in the LEC, finishing records pretty much 14-4 and consistently. They've made Worlds. You know, they've been top three. They've been close-esque to winning trophies. So I would always kind of rank Rogue. Not not outside of this year's spring because we were kind of so skeptical of them. But in summer, yeah, we were like, this is going to be a top three team. Yeah, because Rogue deserved that kind of a recognition based off the multiple different accolades, the small ones that they've achieved being in the league and being actually a org that wants to compete and win a trophy. So when I'm putting Golden Guardians down, it's not because I don't like them. It's just more like that's kind of where they get to be placed at based off their multiple different years of failure and how their players have performed. Yeah, so there's only one... Up. One good split. They uh, sorry, yeah, one good year experiment. You know, Those they had did. Frog in, and they, they and they still lost to FlyQuest in that quarterfinals no, no, round no, too. No, it they got no, it wasn't even that. They were six like maximum in their ceiling. No, it was uh, it was the year with uh, you know they had Golden Glue, and then he was subbed out for Demonte. That roster, like again, people were oh, uh, closer. Yeah, that one may yeah, made playoff. Pe- yeah, people yeah. were. I, yes. I don't think that was as good as the Frog in roster, but no, it was it like and people. The, the reason people were, like, predicted I'm temp and shit and everything was because of Keith support. Which, then, <laughs> which then, that. then proved it. Literally going, like, two and fucking 80 in, like, yeah. in like six games. But uh, once they subbed him out, yeah, uh, people who doubt, like, again, anybody who actually 
it isn't just some normie who actually see, watch players before they judge him and don't just count them out because they're from minor regions or other shit. Anybody who's actually, you know, paid attention to FBI, uh, closer, uh, DeMonte mm-hmm. slash Golden Glue for their time, at least, like, with what they were trying to do there, and Ponser mm-hmm. still being, like, a good enough kind of rock in the top lane for them, like, substantial enough or whatever. Like, it, they, they were obviously, like, a playoff team over some of their fucking shitty teams in the spring split. And then in summer, they, yeah, if they fucking, it worked out with their, you know, FBI closer reached their potential as predicted to anybody who actually watches shit, just like people with fudge. And then, uh, they would have made worlds, but, you know, TSM, you know, had to rig the league with their double if bullshit. And then they just choked, reverse swept a series they should have won and then should have beat Cloud9 to make worlds. But yeah, so I'll give them credit there for that year. They, they were a world's caliber team in LCS that year. Other than that, but then they sold their fucking team because that's all they do. That's all they fucking do. But uh, other than that, yeah, just a bunch of failures. And uh, again, now in spring... I, I can understand what they were saying. I was on board with that. I predict them to get six, make playoffs. They did. But this year, like, it was obvious that all the teams, other teams, even Immortals, like, that's now hopefully improving again. Hopefully they, they still don't prove me wrong. Uh, are, we're just going to overlap them com- in comparison. Because there are tons mm-hmm. of issues with them in spring. It's just the other teams were too shitty. Now they improved in the off season. You know, they needed some time. But, yeah. Okay. Let's go to uh, the main points of today, which is going to be Misfits selling their slot first. Then we are also going to bring up, um, you know, the aspect of the LEC 2022 uh, summer split week six. Is we're on or we're on week five? Are we on week five or week week six? Doesn't really matter. Give me a second, guys. Misfits. Misfit. Oh, my God. Misfits Gaming. Also, Misfits were literally one game away from actually almost qualifying for Worlds, you know. Or, sorry, no, 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 no. They would have had to face G2. But Misfits were ramping up, you know, in a certain aspect of that last BO5 they played against Fnatic last year. You know, they almost knocked Fnatic out, actually, you know, of even going to Worlds. So, Misfits, I don't think they ever got back to that level they had back in 2017. Like, they've had years of just mediocrity. Some splits are not even making playoffs. Like, they've been very, very up and down. Like, just very up and down. When they peaked, they peaked really hard, but they never got back to that same level. There was that year they they lost to Splice in that regional qualifier. And, yeah, the one with Max Lore that year, too. It was, oh, so bad. There's one split where it was the funnel meta, and they started off you know, with a perfect record, and then they brought in Jezu for a few games, and they just completely fell off. Like Jezu was a fantastic ADC man. Man, remember the remember how they were in that funnel meta, and it was Mickey X who was their support, and they wanted them them to talk more in the game, so they subbed out Mickey X for Jezu, and I was like, "What are you guys doing? What in the fuck?" That that was just uh, holy fuck. Uh, Holy fuck! Like misfits have always been. A, an org that I went, okay, you're making the right decisions here, but then you're also making the wrong decisions. It's like, exactly. what the hell? It's like, like they're, they're a team that should be doing insanely well each year, but it's like they fucking, it's like, it's like halfway through, they stab a fork in their fucking brain. Oh, let's do whatever. Like, holy <laughs> fuck, like, why would they ever bench Han Sama, that one, and then just sell him to Rome? 
You, you fucking idiots. What were you doing there? Like, I, I just don't get it. Like, they would make some of the best decisions, but also some of the worst decisions, too. And then they would also tackle on players from ERLs that also weren't even really that good, you know? But they would also take risk on players that weren't bad, but they never got a chance either. It's, it's one of these weird things with them. You know, like, I've always been super critical of a lot of their, you know, decisions, but then I've also praised them on certain decisions that they made, honestly. But I think the first big step into Misfits not getting back to that 2017 peak was in 2018 when they tried to do that one roster they had with Max Lore when they kept Max Lore way longer than they should have. And then that didn't end up working out that year. They narrowly missed out on the regional qualifiers. Well, listen, man, they were really impressed by, like, that shot call in 2017, <laughs> you know, just hitting the turret and going in their base without any minions. Do you know what was Great crazy job. about Misfits people is after that 2017 World Championship quarterfinals game against uh, SKT, the only thing Misfits ever really did as a first accolade was knocking out G2 of their first ever playoffs. This is back when playoffs was just, like, no loser's bracket. You just have to keep going each round. You know, that was their first accolade of knocking out G2 out of the first actual playoffs ever. That was their only accolade because it's Orgus number one, a title, but they've been in the finals before too. That's weird. They've been in the mm-hmm. finals before. They, It's like they did a good amount for an org that has honestly no success domestically, you know? And then after 2018, you have the super team. That didn't work out. And then they, that, that was great. What are you talking about? And then I remember that summer split. They subbed out most of the players because they were like, this is not working out. For their academy players, leader gets like shafted. All those players get like really shafted. Then in 2020, they bring in players like Here it. Uh was, was here 2020 or no, they had a different player in 2020. I think. Yeah, it was 2020. In, in 2020. Yeah, Hero was 2021. In 2020, it was all that one guy. Um He's played Jax a lot. He's the white dude. I forgot his name. What is it, it was, like uh, Dan, Dan Dan or something? Dan Dan. It was Dan Dan. Yeah. The roster in 2020 was eh. Wasn't that good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was just management. I think management yeah. is what really screwed them. Uh, I really love that call the caster made one time when he died. Dan Dan is done done. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I remember the 2020 roster. It still had Febivin on it. That yeah. that's when they had players like Razorg, Dan Dan, and they had a I forgot the bot lane. It was Kabe and another guy. And then uh, in the I summer split, they was on, them out. I thought Kabe was on like TSM. No, no, never mind. That was Splice actually. Never. Well, yeah, it was. Uh, it was on it was, yeah, it was on TSM, split, but but in the summer oh, yeah, split, but then, they changed oh, out the bot lane. Summer, yes, but yeah, was, was there it was DOS. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it, it was B Boy in Spring, though, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, it was B-Boy in Spring, and they had another support with him. But then they brought in another support who was way worse than the support they had in Spring. I was like, what is this? Or Misfits have always did shit like that. They've always made stupid decisions, but they've always what made... What do you mean, man? Really Mercer's been choose. fantastic. He's... And then, like, and then they brought in Deficio. Remember, they brought in Deficio. He was supposed to be that guy where he learned from all his mistakes, from kind of mismanaging like certain aspects of uh what was it Shalka and um origin actually so you think okay deficio learn from his mistakes he's gonna come into this org and do a whole lot better rightfully so in spring they were they almost made playoffs 
last year in spring. They almost made playoffs. They were one game away from not. So they're like, okay, in summer split, it'll play out better. They make playoffs. They get completely destroyed by Rogue in that first round. And and well, but actually, no, no, sorry, sorry. That's when Inspire got that pentakill on Viego. And I remember the, that being a more closer series than people gave it credit for. That was actually a really cool series. Sorry, I was thinking about, you know, uh, this past year. Mm-hmm. And then they got knocked out in that round and they went to the other round where they were honestly, you know, kept alive and there were all those fanatic pauses last year. Yeah. This org has been through so much guys. I could give you all the lowdown on this. Org. I've literally watched them in challenger scene, come into the league and become what they are, which is, I don't know what they are because they've not been shitty, but they haven't been great either. They haven't been middle of the pack, but they also haven't been dog shit. I don't really know how you judge this org. That's like I mean, one of the worst Honestly, they're sort of like unicorns of love. Yeah, except without the fan base. Yeah, like uh, I really wish unicorns of love would just come back to LEC, but uh, whatever. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if the players on the Misfits roster are going to be getting picked up. Because people ask, like, yes. So, the org buying Misfits for the league for just their spot, yeah, they inherit those contracts, but it's up to the org to keep those players actually i mean it happened with nuclear ant when it came to team bds and limit from shalka but those are the only two players they kept everyone else was gone guys so expect pretty much maybe two of the players remain and or you simply just go to different teams and i mean like let's be honest come on guys like this this roster of misfits it's only just Vetio, who hasn't really been that good this summer split. Like he's been, he's been all right. Like he's not, given not, up, honestly. But whatever. It's like, uh, what, what, does this contract end been, this year? Irrelevant's been okay. Like Schlatten's only been good. Uh, I mean, Irrelevant's been o- okay under like the circumstances. Like, yeah, he hasn't been as good as like a guest aggressivo. Um, uh, you know, despite that dog shit BDS mm-hmm. team he has to work with. But I mean, he's been. He hasn't been like inter or anything. He's, he's not been, been the worst player on the yeah, team. Yeah, he's like, been Mirtha serviceable. Been, like he I hasn't knew been noticeable. Mirtha was bad but... last split. I was like, this guy is garbage. Why yeah. do they keep this dude? Yeah, I, well, Mursa and Arrote or whatever on BDS, like they're literally like Sven Skarin war <laughs> junglers with Bjergsen version of just supports. Oh, they do nothing. I hope Even... no one goes to that form of of that form Sven Skarin was in. Back in Worlds 2017, that was the worst jungling form I've ever seen in any. Like, seriously, they, they literally do nothing. It's like they're literally just like Yumi sitting on their ADC, not even pressing, just reading their book or playing Minecraft each game. They do nothing, literally nothing. <laughs> but fuck, oh my uh, god, god. But when does like VTO's contract end, though? You know, VTO's contract. It's up this year. Yeah, it's, when oh, okay, yeah, he's de- he's definitely fucking leaving. But um. I mean, irrelevant, yeah, he hasn't video. been noticeable <laughs> in the slightest. He's been, as his name says, irrelevant, but, you know, he hasn't been in tin or anything at all mm-hmm. in the slightest, like fucking Dan Dan was. But What about, like, uh, Neon? Neon's been... He's Neon has just, improved a lot, but... He's honestly just been the wild turtle to me of this team. He's been really? middle of the pack. He's not going to be... He's not going to be a star... He's not. He's nothing like Patrick. He's just gonna be all right. That's his ceiling. Well, he's yes, just an but all right player. Compared to the rest of the team, he's been like the bright spot this split and last split. He he's one of the players that I see getting a team after this season is over. But he's not gonna be on like a G two, a fanatic, a rogue. Do you think rogue? People said, "What if rogue drop comp? If rogue drop comp for neon, I'm taking my computer. I'm chucking it out the window because that'd be fucking stupid." 
Like, yeah, I'm just saying, that, that'd be that really would be stupid. hilarious, but... Uh, I don't think Neon's going to be on a team like Rogue, Fnatic, or G2, but maybe... No, because even Mad Lions, Mad Lions have Unforgiven, and he's fucking fantastic. Yeah. That, see, Mad, see, Unforgiven actually did look good in his first split. Looked like a like-a-carry player despite all those Mad Lion issues, actually. You know? Mm-hmm. So then, you factor in, where else could he go? Excel had Patrick. Patrick, to me, Patrick and Niski are my only two MVP runners right now. That's because, guys, this is a rare split in the LEC where I really can't give you an MVP outside of Patrick and Niski. If people look at Patrick's individual performance, he is performing very, very well. He's performing great. The game that they just had when, when they played up against um, Fnatic, his Zaya play, oh my God, it's insane. Patrick yeah. has been so good this past split. He's been great. Yeah, again, if anybody were to win it on that team, MVP would be him. But, Patrick uh, and Niski are the only two people I'm having for my MVPs. Everyone else has just been. I mean, really there, there, was, there was one other guy I was thinking of, but I forgot who, uh, I think. I mean, oh, you mean Gilius, right, for Warren? <laughs> no, fuck it. But, no, I'm just, I, I Gilius winning forgot. MVP. I, I'll, I'll try to remember it, but I completely forgot who it was. But if somehow if, I'm like, eh. If Gilius wins MVP, it, uh, Warren's going to come on stream and just, like, just, just blow his fucking load at us. <laughs> Yeah, oh my goodness uh, hey hey la- last year i gave everyone knows i gave treats the mvp for spring because that guy deserved it that guy was playing out of his mind on sk gaming that guy deserved be the mvp yeah but, but the uh, thing he- is when it comes to mvp msk they they want it like they don't want like a situation they they either want to always give it to like players with who are like known we're like on good teams no who are on good teams but are like known prodigies like or legends mm-hmm. so it it wouldn't look silly to like give it to someone and then they fall out the year after, even though even though that shit doesn't matter if you play good enough yeah. to split, then you do sort of like rain over on immortals who then fell off. So, the, but they, but for narrative's sake, they don't want to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, they do like known, pro- they just give it to known prodigies on good teams all the time who play close enough to the skill level, which is. You know why fucking Bjergsen won it four times, even though he only deserved it like once or twice. There was many others. other players that deserve MVP over Bjergsen. Yeah, like, I don't uh, know how we like, how was Jensen games. not even in like the conversation? How did Jensen? How was High not the most valuable player of Cloud Nine? That's ridiculous. Hey, well, I mean, honestly, well, what, what if they had MVP in like 2013s? Then I, I, I don't know if I would have gave it to High. I think maybe like uh, he, he was Neo. very valuable. That's I mean, it. That's I mean, not what MVP. about Medio? So. Uh, or even like there's so many other players that over Bearson that, that that deserved MVP. Honestly, Balls deserved it. I, I would say High deserved it at, at at a few points in his career. Jensen not winning MVP. That that uh, again, Jensen Jensen had a I forgot which split it was. It was one of them in 2016 where he should have easily won it and he wasn't even in the conversation. Oh, when he had Nowhere the most solo it. kills of he had the most solo kills of any mid laner. He had the best numbers, and even in the game, he was literally the carry player. Or even um, even on that Cloud9 roster, Smoothie was performing very well various years. Oh, he was in the conversation. I mean, I wouldn't have... Yeah, I would have been, but... even Impact for Cloud9 when he was on Cloud9 was great for them. Such uh, a valuable player. Impact, honestly, I would have... Uh... I think even Alphamu should have gotten it a few more times than he did. He's... he's... Back in the day, he was on fire. Oh, such yeah, a good but, uh, back I mean, in the day. Impact is just, it's, God, it's tough. It's tough for like more defensive players like that to fucking weak slot yeah. win it, which is a shame. But, all right, guys, let's go over um, the official article that Misfits put out, or not 
kind of want to go over, over the dot esports one because I don't want them selling me some bullshit. Oh, like we only sold because we're black. Oh, oh no, I want to hear your bullshit. I want to hear what actually happened. So let me see. Misfits sell their LEC slot. All right, here we go. Let's go right now. Okay. Misfits sells LEC spot to Team Heretics will leave LFL to compete to complete league exit. So I know people oh, got wait, mad wait, at this. Wait, wait, whoa, what? Oh, I didn't actually know this news shit. So uh, people, I literally said Misfits selling their slot when we first started the show. Are you actually deaf? No, because I said I was doing something. For, uh, I said do your intro. I wasn't here for the first four minutes. Okay, maybe I'm just retarded then. Maybe I'm Yes, just you are, but <laughs> I did not hear this news. Wait, so are they still going to, is this just like a, a side org? Are you still going to be calling them Misfits or is this just Team Heretics now? I'm pretty sure this we call Team Heretics at that Fuck point. Fuck me, God. Holy... Oh, that, that is... Because uh, when that. people saw the, this this news, dude, people were like, well, why wasn't it fucking that one team, Carmine Corp? Everyone wants Carmine Corp in the league. What if Carmine Corp come in and they're just a middle-of-the-pack org? Yeah, it's like the LFL, like, people underestimate, like, certain teams. They don't... They might not want to, you know, just their French fan base there and just, like, it's easier for them to succeed. They don't want to take the risk, but, you know... They, they, they like their spot there. You know, they might not have, like, you know, with money, some money issues, like, it, it would be just safer. Maybe they want to, like, dominate mm -hmm. in other esports first. But, I mean, that that is just, like, holy fuck. I, I, listen, I fucking hate the ownership of Misfits uh, over the last few years, especially with Florida Mayhem those pe and, and their social media people. Those people give fucking TSM owners and social media people run for their fucking money mm -hmm. at Florida Mayhem and the dead Overwatch League, but yeah, I fucking hate them, and obviously they've been kind of poorly, we've just spoken about with Misfits, you know, peaking in 2017, but Jesus fuck, that is disappointing. They, they're a team that really, you know, sh should have stayed in LEC. I think it's better, best for the Man, yeah, I turn yourself up, dude. You uh, uh, I know. I'm trying to find the fucking set. I don't know where it is. But, oh, fine, dude. Yeah, but yeah, you you, you heard me. Yeah, you got no, me yeah, it's point, Jesus. it's one of these things where like, who would be better for the league in terms of viewership too? Because people keep saying this whole thing about viewership, guys. LEC's viewership is fine, better than the LCS. Right now, they peak at like what an average of like fifty thousand viewers. That's fine. That's fine. Now, bringing in Carmi Corp might uh, might add in an extra 10k viewers maybe like it all depends because remember guys being in the lec the lcs these franchise spots everything costs a lot more too you know there's this like price tag on some of these slots that a lot of people don't know all of the um stipulations that come into that you know so we're gonna go over this right now misfits sells lec spot to team heretics will leave lfl to complete league exit one of the lec's long-standing oars has left the scene yeah misfits has been with eulcs since 2016 uh, challenges that, that, that absolutely sucks yeah like the point of franchising well was to keep these legacy teams here that's the point of franchising and they're definitely the a legacy team that should have stayed dumb and again unicorns of love would have been a great one to bring back Mm -hmm. Again, H2K has way too many issues and are just not at that level anymore where they were forced to, but otherwise they would try to keep them around. But that that, that one was a lost cause, H2K. So I can understand that one, but the other ones and God. And then Origin left. I mean, I, I, they more of like rebranded, I guess, but like, damn. 
Origin, yeah. I mean, but, I, I, um, I, Origin, like their branding and like org itself wasn't, despite being a legacy team, wasn't great. So I can understand just like rebranding or like mm -hmm. selling it and then just like the other one keeping their history, like what, uh, like what RNG did with yeah. Samsung Galaxy, it, but fuck. Mm -hmm. Incentive, yeah, dude. Like if they bring in some of these like French, German, and Spanish like fans, it's gonna do very well for the LEC viewership. I think this, it depends because even if Team Heretics, now is going to be in the league. Just they're going to be in the league. We know that for sure now. I mean, they could just be another bottom feeder org. Honestly, I I, I don't know because we had literally Team BDS come in and Team BDS have been pretty bad. And even after this week, they've been even more shit. After spending six years in the LEC, Misfits Gaming will be leaving the league and selling its spot to Spanish esports organization Team Heretics. Misfits Gaming Group is not only selling its spot in the LEC, it is also leaving the LFL by the end of the year. Uh, is that better? Can you hear me more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. You're that 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 air conditioning you have on is is insane. Uh, uh, I think. Can you hear it now in the background? Now that it's, now it's better now. now. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Good God, you a megaphone? Holy shit! Okay. Ultimately, this move represents the organization's departure from competitive League of Legends, but it will still field teams in the Overwatch League with the Florida Mayhem, as well as the Call of Duty League with the Florida Mutineers, while also maintaining a presence in Valorant. So they're just exiting yeah. competitive league. Yeah, they'll still that, be in org. Fucking Overwatch and Call of Duty League are dead as fuck. Fuck off. Yeah, Who talks really about the Overwatch League anymore? No, no. Told you, season one, what was uh, again despite the game and you know, despite Blizzard can go suck a dick and uh, Jeff Kaplan mm -hmm. and despite Overwatch the game being one, the most overrated piece of shit ever at its time in 2016 and when it somehow fucking won game of the year, all right. But but putting that aside, uh, yeah, the, the the season one of Overwatch League was some good esports and in the Korean league. Uh, it wasn't great or anything. There were definitely a lot of better ones, but it was good enough. And, you know, mm -hmm. we had London Spitfire win. After that fucking year, it was complete trash. So, holy fuck. It's like, I, I don't even care who fucking won that it, every other year. It just it died after the season one. It's bittersweet to know that our mission to diversify means that we cannot be in all places at once. And we're sad to say so long to the loving camaraderie and competitiveness of the LEC, Misfits co-founder and CEO Ben Spoont said in a press release, we did not make this decision lightly and ran an exhaustive process vetting numerous interested offer parties and came to the decision that Team Heretics was the right selection to continue on as responsible stewards of the league. Founded in August 2016 by popular content creator Gorgo, Heretics tried to enter the EULCS in 2017, but failed to qualify. They competed in multiple different minor tournaments before finally joining the LVP this past spring. It ended last split in 8th place, but is now thriving in the summer at the top of the league. In 2017, Misfits joined the EULCS with a lineup of well-known European players like top laner Alfari, mid laner Power of Evil, AD Carry Hansama, and popular Korean support player Ignar. 
That year was also one of the best in the organization's history. Misfits had a consistent top three squad who reached the finals in the 2017 summer split and battled in a memorable best of five against SK Telecom T1 during the first round of that year's world championship. That The team was eventually eliminated, but it was one of the most valiant efforts fans have seen from a Western squad in that era of league. Yeah, guys, back in the day, uh, and any Western team challenging SKT was yeah. a joke. Yeah, remember, there, at this point, there wasn't a single team in a best of five in the West that beat them and, like, that actually beat them. And same thing with, like, China, I believe, as well. Besides that one fluke fucking series against that horrible Korean team mm-hmm. and, like, the top Chinese team that, that like, Najin Sword or something. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about that. But other than that, yeah. It, it wasn't until fucking 2018 where that was finally thing. So at this time, it was like huge, like that and performance at him, like Cloud Nine with like uh, Team World World Elite. But that one was even more impressive because it was SKT, even if they were mm-hmm. playing kind of disappointed and had players like Hooney on their team. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and then in 2018, I forgot was uh, was there any? Okay, so it was IG that beat KT Rollster, and then yeah, so I believe Cloud. What wasn't Cloud Nine like the first Western team? Western that beat team to them? beat. Oh, uh, I mean, we've had Western teams beat Asian teams before in Bo Fives, but Korean teams, no, I don't. Yeah, was think that they the first have. time? That was the first time it came really close. I think though they didn't win, but it came really close because later on you had um, G Two that ended up beating a Korean team in a Bo Five. Actually, they beat SKT. Yeah, well, well, no, because Cloud Nine, you know. You can remember a Franco oh, yeah, was yeah. Korean. So. Mm-hmm. so that was the year so, before, so, yeah. So was that the first for, like, I, a Western team? or A Western BO5 out of all of them I can remember. I mean, it depends. You mean just with Korea, not LPL, right? Just Korea? It, it, yeah, just Korean yeah. because they were the, like, you know. No, you're feet. right. No, I think Cloud9 had to have been the first because in 2017, yeah. See, because I remember IGBKT, yeah. not a Western team. It was IGBKT yeah. and then G2 beat uh, LPL team in with RNG that year. And, and then Fnatic with uh, EDG, so Fnatic beat EDG, but you're talking about specifically LCK because with LCK, yeah, yeah, no, I was saying that that like that's why it's the first because they beat like Chinese teams instead, and then IG is a mm. Chinese team that beat Korea, which happened once before already and wasn't Western. So, all right, so since then, however, Misfits has revamped its roster several times throughout the years with many star players and fielded a supposed super team in 2019 with big time names like Soaz, Fabivin, and supports star support Gorilla, but the team never reached the expectations of both fans and analysts. Yeah, watching that team play was also horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Alexander left a comment, uh, read it after. Okay, give me a second, Alexander. It has been a climb for the organization, but in 2022, it saw a silver lining to its struggles when Schlackdun won the Rookie of the Split Award last spring, while Vettio took home the Most Valuable Player Award. The team currently sits in a three-way tie for sixth place in the LEC Summer Split 2022 standings. Somehow won Rookie of the fucking Split. You know, it's just lucky that Mal Rain doesn't count technically since he played some games in LCK. Alexander, what's up, dude? I'm a bit late to the podcast, no worries, man. But have you guys seen the Reddit post of the unpaid employees of Team Heretics? Thoughts on that? A bit sad to see a new org joining the joining LEC. There's already a new scandal. Um, you, I haven't seen that yet. 
Um, but there have been many stories about that going on. I just hope they're not doing that. I I, mean, I don't wish on anyone. I mean, I mean we I mean, can pull know, up the Reddit thread, yeah, after reading. I mean, this, um, but. you know that um, or like Origin when they were ran, uh, they weren't like paying players either, or they weren't paying them on time. They were paying them like two weeks late. You know, yeah. now some God. of it is like a bit over exaggerated. Like honestly, it just ends up like again the Cloud Nine situation, where it's just they. They they were underpaying their um, underpaying their employee like lower salaries than than their players than they were supposed to for like, like equity the, in the like, company. Yeah, like in the 2018 roster, they were they and the 2019 one, they were like underpaying them. But it was just like they it, it but they were gonna pay you know their their money and even more than that than they were you know supposed to. And then they eventually did. It's just they didn't in time for like a certain deadline. And because that, then it like came out and then people wrote articles about it and people made a huge deal over it, even though it wasn't. And, you know, people double it. Oh, classic cloud nine. Fuck you, double it, cocksucker. But, uh, yeah, but that was, that was, yeah. And then literally like two days later, Jack paid mm-hmm. them. So it's like, fuck. So it's like, if yeah, it's just yeah. a situation like that, but I mean, I don't think it is. There, there was the one that true. Thorne alluded to where they offered players who were already on, what they, they promised to pay them, they said, will you take a pay cut on that? It's like, what the fuck? Going into when they're playing scrims and saying, hey, you want to take a pay cut? That was the rumor that Thorin brought up, actually. I yeah. was like, that's and, pretty and again, fucked up. Let's not bring up a fucking, what was it, team, uh, was it, it wasn't Revival, what was their name? Uh, Low-key esports? It, no, it was the, uh, it was the one that, like, people like XQC played for at some point. There was point. one recently that I remember that was um, Galatasaray, mm-hmm. Esports that was in Russia, where GBM. Uh, no, GBM I thought it was talked about. I thought it was yeah. like Turkey. Yeah, that was Turkey. Where GBM talked about him not getting paid from them too. I was like, oh, you, oh, sorry. Do you mean Gambit or? No, the, he actually played for Gala or um, was it Galatasaray? He, I, I knew oh, he well, played for Galatasaray. Gala, if it was Galatasaray, then it was uh, then yeah, it was Turkey. I remember but... like um, the team that Closer and Abadage came from and Broken Blade, that team just left Turkey because of uncertainties. They, that's literally what they said. Disbanded. Well, they're like, people are like, why? Because of uncertainties. Yeah, like, Jesus, like, okay. fuck it. It's like, that's I had crazy. so many friends like, yo, you gotta cheer for it. Fuck Supermassive. Cheer for this team. I'm like, no, fuck you. And it's like, hey, look at how they turned out, I guess, but Jesus, Jesus, fuck. Um, no, I'm trying to think of, like, who it was. It was, like, something like, uh, yeah, no, it was denial esports. You remember them? That whole fiasco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. That was huge. And then there's also the one like uh, I forgot the exact name of it. It was like uh, okay, it, it was a one in the amateur circuit and like NA that they just did not pay all the players that had a there bunch was of the one on it. were doing really. There was well. the one in the Spanish league too. That did, there's been many instances yeah. in multiple. Uh, yeah, it was solidified esports. Yeah, there was been there's been actually guys multiple esports teams that have not been paying players sometimes. Like there's been a lot of those stories that pop up. Actually, mm-hmm. Misfits tweeted this: uh, "We wanted to share today's news with you all as soon as possible in order to aptly prepare our player staff, the league, and fans. We will continue to play out the rest of our final season in the LEC before we hand over to Team Heretics." Uh, yeah. So uh, they led a series of announcements. What will happen now? During, uh, sorry, let me bring this up right here, bigger for you guys. What will happen now during summer split? For fans, we're still misfits and we're still focused on playing our best till our final match. Team Heretics have no control over our roster, staff, or organization until the conclusion of the 2022 season. 
what will happen to players after the 2022 season? MGG owns player contracts until the end of the 2022 season, which ends at free agency. Per Riot rules, players will not automatically be transferred, and it's up to Team Heretics to pick their roster. What about the LFL team? MGG will also leave the LFL at the end of the 2022 season. So there you go. Those are all of the updates that Misfits actually gave. Now, this was their full press release. I mean, we pretty much read the big gist of that um, right from Dot Esports. I, I wanted something that wasn't from the org only because, like, some of these orgs can just sell you on some bullshit sometimes, you know, and usually when you, when you read, read it from someone else who did the level of journalism that needs to be involved with this to give you guys the correct information, you can pretty much get it from those media outlets, actually. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's over for Misfits now. Their final match is coming up very, very soon. And then we will now be moving on to uh, talking about the LEC standings. Uh, give me one moment to bring that up for you guys, actually. Also, I don't know if I forgot to bring it up or not, but yeah, I mean, uh, fuck Cloud9. <laughs> Winsum has just been absolutely destroying the EU circuit since getting signed. Yeah, they can't understand it. Yeah, they can't understand what he's saying, so they're just going to just listen to him. Jesus, fuck. No, him and his team have absolutely been destroying. They're like, what fucking idiot. Yeah, geez, it's almost like he was uh, on, a really Only great you and support. three other people watch that league. Fuck, yeah, it's almost like he was actually a really uh, really good support who just had a shaky playoff series, his first ever, with some uh, nerves. Well, he also, he also couldn't nerves. really speak to his – Well, thing, he also couldn't speak to his teammates either, which I is – I mean, he, he understands English enough where he No, he's talking in his, his ramen language and shit. Jesus, fuck. The, the views of MSK do not reflect <laughs> the views of uh, – well, well, they do reflect the views of uh, Andy, but you – know. Andy Signor, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, well, well, uh, well, I mean, both Andys, you know, CSM Andy and then uh, – Oh, yes, yes. All right, let's uh -huh. go over the standings. The LEC 2022 Summer Split standings as per week five. Week five is concluded. We'll do our predictions for week six very, very soon when we go over the games. So, 10th place, Team BDS. No shocker there. SK Gaming were on a three-game winning streak, and then they ended up losing to uh, Mad Lions, which is crazy because SK Gaming... 2-0 Mad Lions in the spring split when they had Reeker. Then when they got a better mid laner, Mad Lions ended up butt-fucking them for this summer split of this year. Misfits Gaming ended out on a two-game losing streak this past week. Fnatic on a four-game losing streak. This roster is definitely losing it, man. Like, this is a roster that on paper should be doing way, way better than what they're showing, and it's just not been working out. Astralis also kind of looks like shit, but... Because they still have Visachachi, he's been playing really, really bad. Kabe and his new support Jang Hyun have been a bright spot for the team. I still think the other parts of the or of the team have just not been that good. Dejor, Visachachi, and Xerxes all haven't really been good. Actually, Vitality is such a sad fucking team. Oh my god, this team is so yeah, bad. It, it, Jesus, they're just pathetic to watch, and it, and it just makes you depressed that they're actually in a playoff spot right now. Like this, god. this is. Pathetic. Holy if Vitality fuck. make worlds, if Vitality make worlds, th th this world is ending, guys. Actually, fucking ending at this uh, team makes worlds. Misfits can still make fucking worlds. Remember, they got, they got fourth. Uh, like they still do champion points, right? In this league, I, I, no, 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 no. What do they do then? 
Oh, I forgot. Um, they do it through oh. the um the losers bracket system for the playoffs of the summer. Oh, oh okay, but okay, never mind. Because I was gonna say if they still did, then they could in the running because they got four flat split and they again in playoffs here. But whatever. Um, I mean, so ne- never mind about all those comments. G two. Uh, G two to me, they bounce back. I, I even predicted a two zero week from them. I said, yeah, okay, they I mean, win. I did too. Yeah. I said this week, if you don't go to zero, I'm predicting you lose every game after that. They they, they went two zero, yeah. and I was like, I mean, it was obvious that they would bounce back. Oh my bad, week, I'm wrong. I predicted Rogue to beat them. Oh them. my bad, okay. I well, did. Well, fuck I you, you doubted. I, I mean, I I predicted two zero. They went again. one and one, and that's good enough Listen, but their, their games they're not clean with rogue though think about their history of rogue rogue just uh, mentally break down whenever they play against g2 for some reason yeah so i thought that i'm like yeah they'll probably beat them and then of course they'll beat astralis so so uh g2 for me their game against astralis was really sloppy their game against rogue was a bit a bit better but still, you, you know, yeah, all these problems. should have won, but whatever. I dude, when, when I was watching the game live, when I was at, at, at my job, I was like, damn, Astralis is going to beat them. They're going to be on a fucking like, because they were on a six game losing streak, right? Or a five game losing streak or some, or some shit like that. If Astralis had beat them, I don't want to know what world we would have been living in. Because that was very, very scary for G2. I, I told you guys, Excel would be bouncing back. Excel are a top three team right now in the LEC. I knew last week was just them playing bad it really wasn't them as players it was just horrible horrible macro decisions uh, they bounced I mean, back I, this week i think they're top five but i don't know about top three they're uh, definitely top three right now i mean i'm not putting fanatic over them uh, I'm not i mean i still vitality. think g2 i think even g2 in their shaky state will be better and will come in clutch when like playoffs uh, come no to make way. worlds how are they shaky and better that won't make any sense though no i, I i'm saying like when playoffs even if xl makes you know, ends up higher in regular season when playoffs come. I do think G2 yeah. will beat them. That's all. Maybe if G2 gets sixth place and have to go to the, the lower bracket all the way up, that'd be fucking... I mean, yeah. Uh, Fnatic, uh, what the fuck? If Fnatic lose two more games, they're probably not even making playoffs, actually. Yeah. that's uh, That'd be crazy. I mean, this... Hillisane is fucking retire. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rogue right now... They had a really close game against Fnatic, where I'm going to be raging out really hard in a moment when I watch, when I show you guys that game. The Malrong Baron steal on Poppy was an H2K 2016 Karma moment. Whew, I'll show you guys in a moment. Mad Lions being at the top, they played really well this week. Uh, Eloye and Niski, all the players on the roster right now, are pretty much firing at all cylinders. Armored is still the weakest player, but, I mean, right now he's just getting carried by Niski and the other people. So all he has to play is just Gnar and Wukong which is the only champions he really plays anyway well. So, yeah, these these are the top three teams right now in the LEC, not involving Fnatic and not involving G2. I think G2 right now, I, I need to see a bit more games out of them for the, for these later weeks to really confidently put them in that top three conversation because right now, even after the games this week, guys, still wasn't looking all that clean because even in the game they were winning against Rogue, they still made very big macro decisions and it was like, why aren't Rogue capitalizing on this? You could be winning this game. That's... Goes to show you how shitty Rogue can be at certain times compared to how better G2 is, honestly. So, Team BDS being this bad, that week people were like, oh my god, they're they're so much better. They they, they should have won. Also, fuck, it happens, guys. In this kind of system, these BO1 systems, this happens. What teams as shitty as these guys could look good for one week, mm-hmm. and then after that week, nothing but crickets. No one will even bring it up again. 
Like last split, remember how Rogue lost to Astralis? And yeah, they shouldn't have lost to Astralis, but Astralis didn't do shit. Rogue made the finals, but people were like, oh my god, Astralis beat Rogue. Who gives a fuck? It happens to be BO1s. Who really cares? Astralis isn't going to do shit anyway. Okay, you won one lucky BO1. Oh, whoopty fucking do. Congratulations. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Team, Team PDS almost beat Fnatic. Almost doesn't put wins on the board out, does it? Yeah, that, still that, hold on. Who did uh, Vitality face against uh, this week again? Uh, who was Vitality it? faced off against Mad Lion, so they got ass blasted by. Yeah, and they okay. Beat Misfits. I, I forgot which one it was. I think it was Mad, but okay. So there was two things I I wanted to talk about. Uh, the first one was uh, Haru Haru just walking into his fucking death from the bush in top lane. Haru's. And, and then the second thing I want to talk about that amazing play by Humanoid uh, with Upset. That, oh, you know, yeah, he, yeah. That gave me PTSD that. from Cody Sun Worlds. So, I before I rip Fnatic's butthole apart, let's talk about Team Vitality. This team is fucking bad. Like, Perks is their best player. I think Perks has been performing very well this year. Actually, I think Perks has been performing better than expected. He's solid, but he's not going to be that X-Factor guy he used to be back in the day when he was going up against Faker playing Jason shit. Um, he's not going to yeah, be that guy come anymore. On. Yeah, yeah, he will, man. Come on. He's just having sleep issues, right? Yeah, because his team is fucking causing it to go insane. Mm -hmm. Holy fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, man. I, I McGraw believe and Karzy are just so bad. They're so laughably fucking bad. I, again, I'll never understand people who hyped up Karzy so much. I'll never understand it. Alfari just sits in lane and just that's all he ever really did people best top player in the west a guy who just sits in lane and just does really nothing with his leads even well, when he gets the lead well i mean he used to be more like summit with his leads in the past but i mean mm -hmm. now yeah that's all he does but he Haru basically is just invisible i mean how far is sort of like gen x to me just doesn't do anything like haru's just been invisible this team is honestly 45 haru is invisible well, they, they well, have a he's, he at least has like chemistry with perks to an extent. They're, the synergy is all bad. The drafting is really. This is a bad team, man. What is this? Is fucking trash. Yeah, how are they, they like fucking tied for fourth right now? They're tied for four at six and five. They're ba they're barely above even right now. They're literally yeah, barely honestly, above even. If I would like pick teams to make the playoffs right now, I'd do Mad Rogue XL G two Astralis. And fuck, um, and fuck, and, and I, I'm trying to think. Jesus, fuck! It's a shit show for that six spot. I can fuck like I really don't want to say fanatic, but at the same time, am I crazy to say misfits? And and, shit. and SK. I mean, I really don't want to say SK at all. But Jesus, it's what? But what? Holy fuck! I I, I can't think. I, this is just, this, this, this clusterfuck. Let, let's just rip Fnatic's asshole apart. Yeah, honestly, all, whoever whoever gets this sixth playoff spot, uh, you got does that because of luck. It. I'm gonna not, say it right not, now. Not even just luck. You got that because every other team is just yeah. been shitting the and, bed. Any whoever gets it, yeah, you did not deserve it. And if Astralis, you know, falls apart and misses playoffs as well, then you then the uh, fifth place team didn't deserve it either. <laughs> Damn! Holy fuck! Let's rip Fnatic's butthole apart. Fnatic's games are atrocious. Fnatic's games are horrible. Wonder just runs and ends. Razork and Humanoid have no synergy. Humanoid's brain has been off, like, most of the split. Upset and Hillisings. Good bot lane. 
uh, prowess has been pretty much non-existent. They've been actually losing a lot of the majority of their lanes too. Hillisang has been making uncharacteristically really bad plays. He's been making as many bad plays as he was back in the LEC 2021 uh, spring split where I was calling that out. I was like, no, he's been playing really bad, actually. Fnatic and Team Vitality are just, are just fucking bad. Mm-hmm. But Fnatic, you expect these players, given how they're, you know, on paper it should look way better. It doesn't. This team has no synergy. The mid and jungle have anti-synergy. Hillsong is anti-synergy with his jungler. Humanoid is anti-synergy with his fucking support. All of them have anti-synergy. The playstyles don't mesh. It's just a combobulation of fucks. Uh, yeah. Did anybody going into this season actually expect Wonder, Razork, and Humanoid to have good chemistry? If you did, you need to just retire from watching League. You're hopeless. I just, I, it's so frustrating watching them because you, like, guys, I truly believe they're much better than what they're showing. I really do. I believe they're much better than what they're showing, but it's not coming together. I don't know what, what it's for. Maybe it's in-game decisions on how they want to play the game, how they want to play the early game, how they want to take Dragons, how they want to take Rift Heralds. I don't care what it is. Uh, again, Yamato Cannon is their coach as well, right? Yes, sadly. Now, now, now while Sam, while he work, was working well in on Sandbox, and it did for, like, Vitality but uh, until that fucking game against... Cloud Nine, where he gave him that fucking draft. But uh, outside of that, though, honestly, his like system and teams, uh, systems, as Cloud Nine would the say, system. honestly, have been people don't like. Again, he's like a good analysis of the game, but as a, it, it just it doesn't work, and not enough people bring it up. It's just a, it's like what people tried to give Reaper flack for, which was valid yeah. which was valid when it came I noticed to like, that yeah you're right mm-hmm. yeah but it, which was valid though when it came to like uh regional playoffs where he would just choke their fucking drafts away or he would but just like, like overthink like, it no draft, no it's like yeah. you think he's like in like a sports uh movie with like the underdogs winning like yeah it's off the twitch now hell yeah big movie moment the climax and then nope they just get dick stomped by fucking team liquid then they should have won but uh and unlike that though besides that like Yamato Yamato Cannon is actually like what people criticize Reaper for. Honestly, they he, and not enough people criticize him at all. That's the thing. Yamato Cannon does pretty much the same shit that Reaper does, except his drafts aren't as creative, good or bad, depending on how you look at that. Actually, no one really calls that out. They're like, "Oh, I like Yamato as a person," so I, that just absolves him of any criticism. It's like, what the hell? It's true. Uh, I like his VOD reviews. Hell yeah. So. This will, this will happen after their week five highlights. Uh, actually, we we all believe that we are a fucking good team, and that we have really high individuals, and that we actually played really fucking good games, but we also re- played really fucking shit games like we did today. As Yamato said, like it's on us, and just uh, make sure we are all informed individually, and in, and then we just keep working as we did this this past few weeks in the collective part. Um, I think we can make this really easy. Like, like I believe in all of you guys. That's it. I just wanted to say it. Good. You're right, man. You're damn fucking right. I want to end on the settlement. Do you fucking believe in this group? It's like he's being held hostage to say that. Oh, most importantly, you also believe in yourselves, yeah? It's like, good, good job, boy. Good job. I'm pulling the revolver away now back in my pocket. Good job. You guys got blown the fuck out, but good job. Yeah, good job for a minute. Uh, I'm yeah, putting my revolver back in my pocket. Don't need to take you out today. Good job. Keep, keep that up, buddy. It was a power. I want to read back. the fanatic hope, the, the fanatic crack 
copium comment, actually. Like, holy fuck. Kick your toxic iron ADC. You mean your best player? Kick the best yeah, player. What are you talking? He's the only one doing well. <laughs> like, what are you fucking talking about? Oh my god. We we all believe, of course, but it's being but it's being hella rough to do so. Feel bad for Hilly. What man does it? <laughs> Look at being... a reply. Ratio. Hillsig's actually causing them to lose all the games. What is this? Are you on are you on crack? Are you on drugs? Yeah. They're doing crack! They're doing crack! Uh, again, look at the reply. Thank God. And Hilly is the biggest inter in Fnatic right now. The people who don't deserve it are Wonders Ups. And then that reply there, uh, Wonder, Wonder is invisible. invisible every game. I mean, Wonder has not been performing well at all, but he's he's not like actively inting as hard as Hillisling, but Hillisling's been very, very bad. Like just uncharacteristically bad. That, that that recon play that guy was doing. Oh hell no! That uh uh fuck that. No more excuses. I see zero motivations in some players. This thing needs to be changed. There will be more pressure coming weeks. It will be a test to see who will overcome it and shine. Like if they go two zero this week coming up, who do they face this week? Fnatic face Mad Lions. That's gonna be a loss. Come on, like, Madeline's going to beat the shit out of yeah, them. Honestly, I don't blame Cabochard for picking uh, Marin Corp over Fnatic. I would, too. And they Just... face Team BDS. So, Fnatic will finally break their losing streak against BDS. Hopefully. Okay, uh, okay, I'm going to do my predictions now. Let's see. Uh, Astralis, uh, if, if Astralis loses that, I'm going to be heartbroken. But fuck SKT. Astralis, uh, Rogue, XL. Uh, although I do think Vitality has a chance, just because, uh, uh, just because XL the way they play against them as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But at XL still, uh, G two and then Mad, and then next week I'll go, I'll go SK. Uh, yeah, Rogue. Mm-hmm. Mad versus XL. That's yeah. match of the week right there. Uh, Not um, this. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that's of the week. I'll go. I'll say XL wins, and then I'll say, I'll say BDS, <laughs> and then uh, if you're right about that, I'm gonna cry. G and then G two. Yeah. Uh pretty much all the same predictions you made. Yeah, SK Rogue XL G two Mad SK Rogue Mad Lions Fnatic. I think Fnatic will break their losing streak by beating BDS. Hopefully. Hopefully. And then G2 beat Vitality. All right. There's one game I want to go. There's a few games I want to go over from um, this past week. Because it was the Rogue versus um, Fnatic game, actually. This whole English interview. Well, I'm sure I watched that interview from Berserker, his first English one. Yeah, he already speaks better English than Travis Scafford. So, I mean, go for it. I got to do my uh, prep. For the LCS show tomorrow, guys. So be on the lookout for that. Got to do my prep later on. Oh yeah. It, listen, we need to go. Okay, is this the game? Okay, I think this is the right game. Okay. This game, guys. Whoo! I want to go over this Baron Steel. This Baron Steel made my brain hurt. Yeah, no, we need to go over that humanoid plot. Okay, so I forgot where he actually got the Baron at. It's probably somewhere in this part of the game. So they're killing Razork. 
Okay, so yeah, Fnatic, this was actually a really close back and forth game. I'll give them that. This was actually really close. This was really fun to watch live. I mean, we knew it was going to be a back and forth game. Uh, Humanoid versus Larson, really nice hyped up match right there. Oh, now yeah. playing the pop. So, okay, so, right. so you should have like no chance of stealing this with his health. I want you guys to watch what happens right here. Before Literally, I all, they, they can see when he goes when he goes in the Baron pit. They can see him. All they have to do is just stop hitting the Baron and quickly kill him instead of risking it. That's all. It, like you know, even the barrel, like to take damage. Or literally, just stop for a millisecond. They can't steal it. I want you guys point. to notice this. I want you guys to notice how badly this goes up. All right, he's just sitting there chilling. Yeah, no, the Baron. What are you doing? He steals it with his Q. A lot of people thought he got got it with smite. No, his smite just came up. He had to smite the blue buff to stay alive and get his movement speed. Why so, didn't you just hit the poppy? Then, so you guys factor in, this is reminiscent of people saying Licorice hitting the Baron with the Orin. Yeah, it's the same shit. Hitting the Hammer with the Auto. Yeah, that's all that little nice history bullshit, okay? Look how bad this is, okay? Right here, Hillisang could simply just lock him up with a Q, okay? Or Wonder being Meganar and having his ultimate up. M Wonder, right here, as you can see, has his ultimate up. Right One there. of them could have leaped over the wall. All he has to do is throw him up against the wall. Wonder could kill him himself. Wonder could kill him right now by himself. U ultimate to the wall and uh, W, Q, dead, easy. Yeah, and uh, it, it, uh, yeah. Nar, with his fucking ultimate, didn't stop Poppy from getting in with 20 health. Yeah, 20 but you know what also would have been you know what also would have been a fine strategy as well, even if he they didn't do that and he stole it. What Wonder could have done is just Right before the Baron went down, leap they saw them there just leap over the wall and three man ult them. And then humanoid, and good job, all. humanoid. Just just out here, just quirky suicide bombing themselves. Whatever that's supposed to be. Uh, okay, but then they give up more. So they lost Baron. So they got a Baron stolen. Lost their mid. Lost their jung. They're going like, what is that? What the oh, fuck yes. is this? Now three dragons. Hell yeah. Once they got the Baron still, that this game is over. This this was flat out over. His okay, so let's keep going. Uh, we need now, to... what was that? Now, yeah, they take the tower here. Yeah, I remember what happens. Yep, take a tower here. Okay. Yeah, fast forward a bit. Uh... E e even after um, this game, I like the Rogue's Comp. Poke, oh, okay, uh, I think this is the clip. Uh, we uh, maybe. Okay, let's. Uh... They try Baron again. Yeah, yeah. So let's watch this beautiful clip by uh, Humanoid. This is the best strategy I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so we got. Let's see. Uh, yep, his teammates in uh, danger. Upset, just walking into everything. <laughs> Rewind that. Rewind. Upset, that. just walking into everything. No, 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 look at that closely. Okay. Watch, watch what humanoid did. <laughs> now, just watch what humanoid did when upset was low health. Okay. Oh. <laughs> this is uh, Immortals Cody Sun Worlds 2.0. Upset is literally just walking, face tanking everything. He literally like killed Upset. He killed his own teammate. <laughs> and then Wonder and Razor are like, "Yeah, we we can fight a four v two or whatever." Yeah, on fucking on those two apps, fucking champs, really out of bull champ. Humanoid thinks he can poke people out when he barely has any mana or, or anything else in his tank. Oh, I was just was... trying to nine eleven bomb, you know, like Larson oh, taking tips. God. Uh, 
God, holy mother of fucking God. The series of bad mistakes. Before all these bad mistakes later on in this game, Fnatic, they actually were playing well. They were playing well. Oh, yeah, Hillisane, let's go. Hillisane just has been getting fucking his whole gape every single week now in the LEC, apparently. Wonder's like, you know what? I'm going to flank on Mininar. Let's go, Wonder. Hell yeah. It's like, okay, if you're going to flank like this, why not have your Meganar up? Build your Rage Bar up. All right, great ult, Razor. Oh, hey, oh what a surprise. Caught out again. Just, uh, human, they know, he knows Poppy can do this, yet he, right here. Okay, so let's start his positioning. Where was Humanoid at the beginning? Okay, so Humanoid at the beginning, he's right here. Watch my mouth. He's right here. He knows there's Poppy right there somewhere. So it's very possible he should probably back up and not get that close to the wall. What, why is he not? Oh, my God. Why goodness. is he that close to a wall? What, why is he not? Um... What? He doesn't have his flash up, so he shouldn't be that close to walls. And then the tanks are right here looking at him. Dying. Like, oh, fuck, this guy's a oh, fucking it, idiot. It, it, this was like when fucking Miffy did that like 50 times on TSM while playing Tom <laughs> Kench. Oh, Especially that fucking regional gauntlet of Cloud 9. Holy fuck. Guys, it, it's been it's been all bad from Fnatic. God, the just getting completely destroyed. The Fnatic's composition is fine. They have a great composition. So does Rogue. This is not a drafting issue. This is a in-game macro problem Fnatic has. That's, you're going to tell me that comp is bad? Draft. That draft, tell me to my face that draft is bad. No, it's not. it's not all about draft, people. And even if it was, let's just say the draft was bad. Why would the draft being an issue stop a Gnar from having his fucking ultimate and not sliding the poppy away from it? That's nothing to do with draft. As people can't hit buttons, apparently. To unplug your computers. Go home. If you can't even do that, then you can get the fuck off the stage. Go on stage, lose, get off, and go home. I don't want to see that shit. They f deserve to be zero. They deserve to have lost all the games. They play fucking horrible. Let's watch this one. Excel versus Fnatic. The match of the week. Uh, Humanoid not respecting gank priority when there's a fucking Rakan, a Trundle. Oh, yeah. Rakan, uh, Trundle pillars. Rakan can just speed, knock you up. Uh, what's the mid, mid laner? Italia. She has a throwback. Him just not respecting it at all. Early level. Yeah, because they killed Finn level four. Yeah, I remember they killed Finn. Finn's always kind of did that, though, where he's kind of played a little bit too disrespectfully. On gangplank, sometimes uh, they you didn't know. kill him. Okay, yeah, but he didn't get killed. Like humanoid, not respecting the gank potential right there when he doesn't have. Oh my lord! Uh, you, you know they, so they, bad. They, they saw his corgi game. You know against. Uh... Look! Look! Look at this wonder flash right here. Good job. Uh, like, how do you see that fucking game against Rogue? And you're like, yeah, let's give him this champ now. I mean, right there beating out the flash is not bad. Humanoids like, you know what? They just ganked me. I'll just go back in the same spot they, they, and do it again. I cannot think of a worse champ to possibly give somebody like fucking humanoid than this. Like, does you, this does Yamato not him. know anything about his fucking pool? They could have gave him twisted fate or something. No, don't yeah. give him that. Yeah, if they could have gave him Lulu fucking mid, it would have been better. <laughs> Fact, so people are going to ask, why are you guys shitting on him this much? Okay, first of all, everyone knows this in League, okay? If you get ganked once, that if a good jungler knows you don't have your summoner spell up, they're just going to just do it again because they know you can't do anything unless you're just playing that conservatively. He knows he doesn't have his summoner spells up. Why would he not play more safer, okay? 
It's that simple. Razork is trying to apply pressure, knowing his Midlander doesn't have any similar spells up, so he just gets killed again. Hillisang just getting completely just ass-fucked by Patrick. Oh, yeah. Patrick's out here just being, like, one of the uh, uh, well, Oh, look at this list. amazing play. Hell, yeah. God damn, this man was putting a shoulder uh, on Zion. Great, great job, Humanoid. What a Good job, Humanoid. <laughs> he had his flash up, too. Yeah, his quick boots. Hell, yeah. Yeah, he did not flash. You know? Hey, there Holy you go. Holy fuck. Like, honestly, you might as well just play Teemo fucking mid at this then point. Then Humanoid's like, I'm already behind. I'm a, I'm a... <laughs> what is this? This guy's what literally playing like he's... This guy's literally playing like he's playing Teemo mid. Like he this... knows he's behind right now, and he's going to challenge the Talia, right? Who can poke him, sizably shove him back. That's a little bit one of her, her abilities. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ban that fucking Talia already. What are he these challenges, doing? takes a bad trade... Forced to flash. Now Nuketuk has more priority in lane. They get this mid turret. This, oh my, Fnatic, you, I don't know what's going on with this team. They're yeah. just totally mentally boomed. There's so, nothing yeah, that can save them right now. Why are fucking teams in Lee right now banning Talia more often? That's so fucking OP right now. Just ban it. Talia's coming back really huge. It's yes. got nice. I, I, I've always liked Talia as a champion. I, I've always yeah, liked I her. love Talia as a champion, but I, and I don't understand why teams aren't banning her more right now. She's so fucking OP. Like, Jesus, fuck. And right here, they're so far behind uh, right now that somehow they got that fight. And that's the only problem I have with XLs. I don't know how you took that fight and you lost it. You don't, that's the thing. They, need, they, they have to stop doing that. You don't have to go that greedy with certain plays if you're that far ahead. I don't know how Finn got there. Look, he's looking for his, his career, apparently. I don't know what he's doing right here. Somehow he just got there. Somehow he's just there. And then somehow he managed to live. So good job, Fnatic. Good job. But l later on, this game panned out to be very, very bad. Uh, Fnatic taking any team fight was definitely not going to help them out. And it was something here. I'm looking and I'm going like, just, I don't know what's going on right now. I can make up so many different scenarios right now about Fnatic. I, I, I mean, you guys probably feel the exact same way. So I'm probably just saying what you're thinking, honestly. You know, XL also has been playing so well. You know, I don't think Patrick's had a bad game this split so far. Like, he's just been really great. So between Patrick right now and um, Niski. I, I think they've been the best players right now. Uh, Mad Lions definitely playing good. Um, Unforgiven playing Draven like a fucking stud. This man was a fucking Giga Chad on Draven um, for this past game that they played. Uh, Mad Lions, they played up against, I think it was SK or Vitality. Vitality. Was it Vitality he played Draven uh, against? I, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he, well, he played I, well, either way, I wanted to go over. I wanted to go over this game either way. If it's the right one, I just for that fucking Haru clip, I need to watch again. Holy! This fuck. is the one he played Draven, right? Yeah, this game was over. This man played Draven like a fucking god. Uh, okay, this is so right here. They try to do a dive. I remember this. Okay, and then Unforgiven's like, yeah, we can take these guys. Pretty simple, right? Kaiser hooks in. Hell GQ, yeah! Good auto, job, auto, Percy. Done. Easy. Like Kaiser and Unforgiven, really, really good bot lane right now. Maybe the I best mean, bot lane or, league that right now. That or Lebrov is just a horrible. Why thing. in the world would our fuck? <sighs> this team is awful. What? 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 what fucking vitality is so bad. No, I, I need to watch that again. What? What? What was this play by? Uh, what, what, what the fuck was that? <laughs> That's hilarious. I need to re uh, watch it again. Uh, I, I, this I, need is to, so bad. I, I need to see this like fifty times. What the fuck? Okay, so he goes in, whips everything. No, he got like game raped. 
all the okay. Fuck. So they know he's right there. They they can see them. They have wards looking at them. He just gets absolutely <laughs> just Holly's like, dude, what That's the fuck? That's literally are you like doing? the equivalent of getting game raped in league. Holy fuck. <laughs> so right there, Horus is looking at him like, dude, are you on crack? Are you actually on drugs? Well, well don't worry. Uh, like, what's his champion called again? The Monkey King. Okay, uh, that's probably reserved for a person that we know, but wait, it's okay. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! No, okay. First, I wasn't even making a right. Oh, okay, what was that outplay, man? That Jesus, Unforgiven doing the outplay. Fuck. Look at that shit right there in a two v one, getting the outplay. Karzy, you fucking suck. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like honestly, a lot of people are like, oh, it was so fucking amazing. I mean, it was, but it was more Karzy sucking, but also it's also more just peep idiots who play. Who play Draven, not realizing that you can flash like that to fucking people need to know that more often. That was so, so hyped to see how that was so hyped to see when he did that. Oh, Carzay like, baby, hell Good yeah! Job. He knows there's Talia priority right now. No one's coming to his lane. You got to kind of factor in. Yes, that's probably I think somebody in chat right said like Carzay's the fucking tactical VU, and yeah, that's pretty good. How dare you have some caper pull out doing, man? Oh, yeah. Dude, super team. Remember baby. last year we got comments that, that said Karzy was better than Reckless? I was like, okay, dude, stop. Stop. Yeah. The, Karzy wasn't even better than fucking, uh, what's his. Karzy wasn't his even name? better than probably Neon maybe last year. It, it, yeah, like that. Our fucking. <laughs> last year, fucking. Oh, God. This was such a clinic by Matt. Oh, okay. Yes. We need to watch this amazing play. Let's watch the Monkey King in action, baby. Okay. So right here. He misses the boomerang, jumps in. Right yeah, here, he jumps in. He up. gets taken low health. So it's like, okay, it's all done. Nothing else he can do. Let's run away. He can easily do it or teleport. Go. What the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know your jungler is on drugs. You know your jungler is on crack. Let's rewind that. Um, did, he even get a, <laughs> did he even get a single hit off? Let's see. Uh, this team is so trash. Did, did, let's see. Let's see if he hit him once, guys. Let's see. Uh, okay. E. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. 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 This Holy fuck! Is... This, you, you know, game one against like Fnatic versus Cloud Nine in 2018 Worlds and semis. What when since Garen literally just like ran under a turret and just walked to his death on Jarvan in game one. Remember that oh play? That, that that was like the equivalent of that. And and I promise you guys, years from now. Why would Carzy? Oh, okay. That he's he's actually on drugs. Just just let let Car Carzy's on, on on crack. It, it is what it is. Holy so fuck. I'll say this right now too: is there's gonna be a, a split a year from now, or maybe a, a two two years from now? There's gonna be interviews or podcasts based on the popular league personality people. They're gonna have interviews with people that have been on this Vitality roster in terms of coaches, analysts, players. They're gonna be like, so what was it like playing on this roster? They're like, yeah, we were. So in the, the night, the question is going to be like, you guys played pretty poor compared to what you were actually predicted to. The players will like be like, yeah. So like, if you can see Vitality playing bad, and then there's going to be years from now where players are going to be like asked if they're playing bad, and if they say yes, yeah, guys, it's, it's not a you have to be a rocket science or a pro mm -hmm. to notice a team playing bad. It's yeah, super and simple. It's, and it's clear they came into like this season with giant egos. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we got all our. We got Selfman off the team. He was such a problem for us. We got that toxic fucker out of here. Yeah, Let's bring Paul yeah, hell yeah. We, you know, it's a good thing we got Comp, you know, out of here. He was dragging down LeBron, the godly support. Go, uh, you know, I, again, I, I, I wasn't a huge fan. I, I wasn't a huge fan of Comp. There were better ADCs, like, uh, but, but I fucking knew he was actually good in, in the right circumstance. Like, I did not understand. 
while he was benched and people were like sucking off LeBron saying he's the good part of that bot lane. Like what did, were you watching the games? Did, did you at all watch the fucking games? Holy fuck. Yep. Good job. Uh, LeBron speaking of him. Hell yeah. Good actual God. Uh, Imagine oh, yeah, might, might as well die again. Carsey. Oh, oh yep. This team Kurtz is just given up dude. there. What the like, fuck it, is Kurtz doing? Isn't on. I mean, or you can carry on Oriana. It's not something you can do. Like if if Perks doesn't like even when Perks has lane priority with Oriana and Haru has Wukong, there's nothing you can do. Basically, guys, Vitality is just a bow waiting room. Let's just be honest here. Vitality's a they, they might be better next year. Because going into this offseason, let's say they make they make worlds. They're like they're not getting out of groups. We know that for sure. If they get out of groups, that group must have been mega garbage, mega trash. If they go into the offseason. They paid a lot of money, money for perks. He's their franchise player right now, and they're probably gonna end up keeping Alfari. I don't know why you would do it after this year, but the person Alfari, yeah, well, the players I'll they actively the want to you keep. Should, I'll tell you the be- team you should build, MSK. All right, all right. We know teams are possibly gonna blow up now, like team, <laughs> like team Liquid, since they're probably keep self maybe Yeah, but I mean, so Team Liquid's probably gonna blow up since they're probably going to win the split and they might even miss worlds possibly but either way they said oh a split win and worlds or else this roster's like blowing up so Hansama could be on his way out already so they could pick him up which would be really good definitely not a fucking thousand times better than Carsey just get a new support anyone honestly like who would you say is good for support that they could pick up for Vitality like, next year pick up like traits and then uh, I think the, that'd be the best thing for them, honestly. Yeah, traits Han Sama, then perks, then bow. And then who, who would she have as a top player? Maybe they could get Odawamne if the rogue doesn't win with him. If I if Odawamne doesn't want to have a career anymore, they'll go to Vitality. That's the thing, well, dude, well, with that raw five man roster, that would be really good for it's never been about players of them. Bow in this roster, man. You can't, dude. It's never been about players of them either. This the coaching staff's always been kind of bad, the infrastructure. I don't think it's ever really been they, there. They definitely need, yeah, they definitely need to revamp that as well. But you know, I'm just saying because this is the thing they they buy they buy perks after he made he got cloud nine out of groups, which is fine. Like it, perks played better toward the end of 2021. He, he's played fine this year. Perks has not been the issue. I wouldn't replace perks. He's honestly not been an issue for them. But we know mm-hmm. this is a bow waiting room. The statement that they made about Haru was like, yeah, we're going to be using Haru right now until Bo can get all of his visa issues sorted out. So Haru already knows he's getting replaced after this. Uh, I mean, this do you think, do you think there's any too. chance that, like, Bo gets his visa stuff and done before the split There's ends. plenty of time. Oh, sorry. There's plenty of time before next year for it. So there's – you have about – wait, you have – August, September, October, November, December. About yeah, five like, months to get it done. Yeah, it's yeah, like, I, no, it's like, I don't think, I mean, is there any chance he gets it done, like, like while well, this, before this season ends, though? I doubt it, honestly. Because I doubt Unless, it as well, but, I mean, we said, we were like, uh, we did say, uh, like, Berserker's coming back, like, week five or week six soonest, and then he came back after the first week, so, I mean, this visa stuff, we never know, like, you know, this know. is an ADC. Now, this is an ADC. Unforgiven, though, this is an ADC right there that Vitality needs. That's if a, you put Unforgiven... Why would you do that 1v1 person? <laughs> he, he, wants, he, wants to go, he wants to go home. He wants to go to, I don't know, beat off on porn or some shit. Shit. Hey, hey what type do you think he watches? Probably that tranny shit that fucking kid yeah, out. No, he probably him. watches, like, Viking midget shit. What? Okay. Um, just gonna get this game, actually. Um... So that's pretty much it, guys, for the LEC 2022 
Summer Split Week 5. XL, top three team. That's the world we live in right now. XL is a top three team. I knew they'd bounce back. I'm, I'm still confident in this team right now. Now, this is the thing. How much can they keep this performance up? Depending on their first few matches in the playoffs, there's a good world where they could make and maybe semis. But the thing now, EU gets oh, also, EU gets four seeds for worlds this year again. So that means whoever gets first place wait, is wait, wait, auto qualified. Mm-hmm. Whoever oh, gets first place oh, gets auto qualified. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I, it makes the most sense, obviously, but I just, I. You don't want LCS getting four slots? No, again, I just feel like they. Again, it makes sense, obviously, like regional strength wise, just like, but again, just like when EU got, they just gave EU and China those four seeds and like other things. I just, I would rather if they just had like a quick, like best of three to decide it with like two regions or, or something like that, or like, or like four regions, like a, like a three theme bracket best of three, or if they just give another minor region an extra seed, like fucking, uh, like, like who was it again? Uh, God, what was the region again? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, Turkey has kind of tr- not been doing amazing as of late, but uh, I'm trying to think, who was the fucking minor region again? That was uh, yes, hello. Uh, it, yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember. I completely forgot. It wasn't Japan. Uh, it was okay. So there's PCS, uh, Vietnam. And it was one of the other regions couldn't. Um, whoo, these shark encounters are terrifying. Jesus, okay. Well, I guess I would give TCL another seat, I guess, even though they their MSI performances as of late, but yeah, but I mean, the worlds are so good, but yeah, I would just give them that or just have like a best of three type thing tournament, just small one, sort of, sort of like uh, when they had uh. But Rift Rivals, that shit show of a, you know, yeah, it just wasting players' fucking time. Like, Jesus Christ. I'm glad that's gone now, thanks to COVID. But yeah, just have like that in the middle of it instead of like three teams or, or, or four teams, like a three theme bracket. Well, guys, that's pretty much it. I mean, right now, Acceler, a top three team. Rogue needs to stop mentally breaking. When they place when they face G two, how can they play so well against Fnatic? But G two, it's like nope, nope, uh, uh-uh, nope. Now Great. again, what, what team would you build around Bow and Perks next year? Um, okay, Apollo, Hakuho, <laughs> Lolo, Dardock. Hey, they could get Cody's son in here. I mean, Dardock, I hear is a pretty nice, nice, nice guy. Wants to always elevate, evade his teammates. Not toxic at all. Yeah, he would be a great coach, you know. Oh, good lord. Okay. Uh, so that's, uh, oh, yeah. So that's pretty much it, guys. Um, As you guys know now, we split the shows up. So just let you guys know, if we do have the double shows now, the LEC show would be on Tuesday if I have to go see a movie at the theaters, you know? Because I know, I know a bit before, for some few episodes in the season, we had uh me doing that on Thursday. I just can't do it Thursday. If we Since we're going to have two shows now, because, you know, Sean said be more content anyway, because if there's viewers just with the LEC, you're going to watch this, and there's viewers just with the LCS, you watch that. It's not splitting up the, the audience. It's, you'll, you'll literally watch it if you like them both either. So you can watch them both if you watch yeah. both, or you can just watch either or if you prefer either or, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so who's that a uh, fucking... 
There, there was another support I was thinking of uh, with treats. I'm going to try to look it up. Uh, LEC. But that's pretty much it for this week, guys. I mean, I hope Fnatic bounces back. I really mm-hmm. hope they do. But Oh, yeah, right. Add, add VN. Yeah, they, if they can't get treats, they could just sign out. Uh, again, Oduwamne, Bo, Perks, Hansama, Advien, or Treats. Would that not be a realistic roster they could build with, like, especially if Team Liquid, you know, mm-hmm. blows up their team, they don't win the split this year? Like, that's possible. That would be good. Again, because they besides Perks, they need to replace the other three slot slots if they want to keep Bo happy. You cannot put Bo with how he's fucking doing in, in Europe sur- solo queue right now. And how he did it LPL around this fucking trash. And and the other issue with uh, Haru is he's so passive. He doesn't really do anything. And then when he does something, he has the most egregious thing. It's like, what in the world? That that play at top lane was really good. Calculated. All right, guys. Mm -hmm. See you tomorrow. Uh, The LCS show is going to be at 7 p.m. PST. Because I, I only have one day off this week, so I got to really fit in all my shows. I will talk about like some things I couldn't last week when I was on but Yeah, I don't know what fucking happened with my phone. It's just like, like on the one recording, it was perfectly fine. And then mm-hmm. later on, when I joined, it's like it was just fucking... It sounded like a fucking radio. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but you could you have... Did you understand me still? Even though you came in parts. I'm, I knew what you were saying, but it just came out so patchy. Yeah, but again, I was just saying like what the... Again, it doesn't matter how poor your region is. Like, look at Brazil. The content they, the content they make, the commentators, the fans, everything. It, still, it, that's why they're huge. Still, even though if they're not good as a region, really. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. like again, like look at like 2014 or whatever it was when like uh, LMQ came in. Like they mm-hmm. did that whole promotional team for like each like each team, the players that would join in, like Jensen, LMQ, like showed clips. And, and like skits, like like LMQ watching like L- LCS uh, on a table, like ah, oh, really these fucking noobs from NA were facing okay easy. It's like shit like that. They could it's like why don't they do promotional stuff like that anymore? Or why why don't they do shit like uh, fucking they did with like uh, Mike Young, Lemonation, those like uh, uh, eyes, whatever it was called, fucking that one series. Like why can't mm-hmm. they do more documentary or at promotional things? That's what made people interested from like two thousand. And thirteen to two thousand and like sixteen, mm-hmm. then they stopped it, and it was just—I don't get it. Like my thing was also like I don't know the content for League has just been not that good either. Like I don't know there there, there was this big dip in content. Maybe it was the people involved with the content that went and did other esports or went to their different esports orgs, you know. Then a lot of content that I invested my personal time into ends up getting cut. You know how Monty said uh, Riot shouldn't do the dive? No, I love the dive. Dude, I've watched the dive since the start. No, keep the dive. doesn't matter. But all this yeah, you shit. can do other content in that. It doesn't take up any time from that. Yeah, it's literally just – be. this is the thing, guys. I, I love Monty. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I've always loved the guy. He's, he's, always, he's always been awesome. I love this yeah, 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 I mean, I don't agree with, like, everything he says. And he also he can be, like – have some anger issue management issues, but other than that, no, he's fantastic. Yeah, when he said it. um the dive, no, right, don't cancel the dive. I will never yeah. invest my time into anything like, else honestly, Riot does Monty, cancel the dive. Monty 98% of the time I agree with him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he's but like the opposite of that Sheraton fucking slasher and, and who it, just it would says make more, shit. But, it wouldn't make sense to cancel the dive, and I'll tell yeah, you that, why. That's, that's the 2% of the time where I do not it, agree with him. It wouldn't make sense because, first of all, in the free time, uh, all the casters that are involved with the dive – they do what we're doing right now. So why not do it on video? 
That's the, it makes no sense to cancel it when there's yeah, no inherent reason it's, that it, it's not doing anything wrong. It, yes, the views have not been good. The content for the dive has always been that's honestly been something the LCSs did good for a very long time, even back in the day when they, you know, they're on that desk with Jet back in the day when they, looked, uh, like when they were in a garage. I, I, I mean, remember when they, uh, in like 2019, uh, it was like the Echo Fox's very last game, FlyQuest versus Echo Fox. And oh, they yeah. Were just, and there was just the four of them. They were like just talking about in another room with chat, just talking about random shit, barely even paying attention to the game because they knew how shit it would be and unimportant. And with the myth of this and playoffs, they're just like, hey, yeah, chat, what's your favorite food? God, man. It, I mean, all shit like that. With yeah, like, like Euphoria and the. No, keep the shows. People who. I, I, just absorb all of it up, guys. Just it, it's it's fine. Like yes, the the dive isn't as good as something like summoning insight or their other show. Their other shows on Monty's yeah, channel. I mean, the, you but do it's need still to, like, pretty revamp, solid. Uh, revamp the dive a bit, though, where it's more. Acceptable. I would say have one more person, maybe potentially, like maybe well, no, bring it's on. Just like again, uh, again, the, the hotline league dropped off ages ago. Like, I, after- I, do I mean honestly? I told you before. Prior, I never really liked that show, honestly. I, I, I always thought it was the worst. I was one. never a huge fan, but I'm just saying, like, Hotline it was always League, the like, worst one, though. It was yeah, always well, the I'm, worst I'm one. I'm saying, like, I, well, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about its quality, but just like from until like after after 2018, it like was completely shit in my opinion. But before then, like now, I'm not, I'm not talking about like the quality of it. You can debate that. I'm just saying, like, it was easily accessible for viewers that would made them want to watch and like with the time mm-hmm. uh, easier time stamps and like topic it's they don't they need to do something like that for the dive in my opinion uh yeah because for me I, I i watch it and i love having that content for like the gym you go, go go to go to the gym and work out that kind of content is always good oh you go it, to the gym damn yeah yeah black guys have jobs dude you know i don't know Shit. where you're at black guys only have jobs they kind of just on streets panhandling. Well, well, no, there's. What do you mean? There's not even like any black people here. It's like they Asians. can't afford that shit. It's like Asians and Punjabi people, whatever you, Hindus, whatever you want to. That and Asians, like, got it. I think there's like one black person in every like 150 or like 200 people here. Jesus. All right. So that's it, guys. See you guys tomorrow. 7 p.m. PST is when the LCS show is scheduled. If I can get it in sooner, we'll try. But that's – or as late as at 7.30. We'll do that. Yeah, I mean, there's late. nothing at the theaters pl- that's good playing, so I'm not going this week. So, yeah, I'll make it. I, I'll I mean, do I 7.30. Get... I'll, I'll, I'll be tired of that one show. We'll yeah. 7.30 tomorrow is 7. Please Just... tell me you're not actually going to go see that fucking DC film in theaters. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, not – opening weekend but I'll, I'll watch it when i'm off the next thursday well, what what is wrong with you i'm i'm a dc cocksucker like kdot and nerdman fuck it was bad enough you saw minions in theaters now you're gonna see that minions gave me life fuck you oh, okay listen bitch they said there's an extended version of everything everywhere yes! at once. On, on the 27th in theaters check if your theater has it mm-hmm. yeah check if your theater has also, it bitch. Back to the sin. there's a minions director's cut out there yeah, I'm not watching to, that. But anyway, check, director's cut. Okay, listen, check on Friday if your theater has the everything everywhere all at once thing because then you could watch it and review it. Oh, my, my theater can barely get the movies they get. We're not uh, well, I mean, just just check. You never know on the 29th. All right, guys. See you tomorrow. Uh, as you guys know, league shows, two of them, LEC, LCS. If I have to go see, to see a movie, a big Hollywood blockbuster film, um, the LEC show would just be on Tuesday instead of Wednesday. It would get bumped up honestly, but 
you know, if you like the LEC, I do haven't watched the LEC for a long time. It's sad to see Misfits go, but it is what it is. They've made great decisions, but they've also not been that good, you know, in recent memories as well. All right, guys, see you later. Uh, signing out. Uh, I'm done, and I'm going to go beat off. Peace. <laughs>